0: You're listening to the morning buzz, the morning buzz, the morning buzz, the morning buzz, the morning buzz on 90.3, 90.3, 90.3,
1: 90.3 WMSC,
0: WMSC, WMSC, Upper Montclair, Upper Montclair, New Jersey.
2: Good morning, all. It is Tuesday, March 16th, 2021, and it is the Tuesday edition of the morning buzz here at 90.3 WMSC, Upper Montclair, New Jersey. I am Amanda Marino, and I am joined with my favorite people here on the Morning Buzz. Caitlin Alessisava. And? Was
0: and? I just, was, was I just named for someone? Like...
1: No, <laughs> no even i Pardon me, I was on mute.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Ben, since you talked.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you said, oh, I, you said Anne. I was like...
2: It, I heard Ben too. Like it sounded like Ben. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. And Ben Patrick is with us as well, of course. It here. is a lovely Tuesday. It's a little cold outside, but you know what? I'm going to say we had a lovely um sunrise this morning. I was driving to school, and it was gorgeous out. I was listening to some Harry Styles. He won that Grammy over the weekend. I was listening to some Harry Styles jamming out on the way here this morning. It's a some good nice way to start. Vibes. The day. Good way to start the day, but. I also know there's another way to get uh, to start the day, and that is with a news and sports cast. So, Isa, why don't you take it away with your newscast?
1: Of course, you're listening to ninety point three WMSC Upper Montclair. I'm Isa Wenek with your daily news update. Now, according to the CDC for U.S. news, approximately ten percent of the U.S. population has been fully vaccinated. Uh, it was calculated that about thirty-three million people received the uh, Pittsburgh the bi- bio and tech and the moderna vaccines, or the single dose of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Uh, roughly 64 million people have received at least one dose of this vaccine. Uh, with more than 29 million documented cases of the coronavirus in the new year uh, for this whole past year in the US, more people have now been fully vaccinated than report uh, than originally infected with the virus, which is great news. Uh, as more people get vaccinated, uh, many officials and leaders say that we can slowly start loosening restrictions and start bringing things back to normal. Now, uh, another uh, big chunk of U.S. news, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is keeping the pressure on Joe Biden to forgive the student loan debt on a federal level. The New York Democrat said that on Monday that the Justice Department is currently conducting a legal review on whether Biden has the authority to issue blanket forgiveness on student debt. But Biden has repeatedly resisted the claim uh, from Schumer and other Democrats like uh, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren to cancel the $500 per student borrower a loan net forgiveness, making it very clear during the CNN town hall meeting last month that he does not support the idea. Uh, more for world news. The Vatican's declaration that the same sex unions are a sin to the Roman Catholic church cannot bless, cannot assure that there, it's no surprise to the LGBT Catholics community in the United States. Even though this was expected, it was strong. It strongly, hurt the population, nevertheless. Uh, uh, Marianne Judy Burke, executive director of Dignity USA, said her organization's membership includes the same-sex couples who have been together for decades, preserving in their love for one another in the face of bias and family rejection during these times. Uh, She states, quote, the fact that our church at its highest levels cannot recognize the grace that and cannot extend any sort of blessing to these couples is just tragic, quote, she states. The Vatican doctrine holds that gays and lesbians should be treated with dignity and respect, but that gay marriage and gay sex is considered instinctively disordered and that the same-sex unions are still considered sinful by the Vatican. Uh, For weather in Montclair. It is quite chilly outside with a high of 39 and a low of 35 with a 20% chance of rain in the later evening around 5 p.m. Today we will have a 44% humidity with a later sunset at 7.05 p.m. Uh, this concludes our news update for March 15, 2021. Uh, correction: March, March 16, 2021 for WMSC Upper Montclair. I'm Issa Winnick, and I hope you guys have a wonderful day.
2: Thank you, Isa, for that lovely newscast. And while we're at it, why don't we head right over to sports with Ben with our two minute warning?
0: How do you have so much energy, Isabella? Dang. I'm just oh my god. You're like it's- you're like up. <laughs> I'm like not even close. I'm like, my eyes are still look like they're sleeping, but like the, the brain is semi up. But uh the so here is the sports cast. uh so if you uh if you didn't know yesterday was the first day of free agency. So for the NFL, so all the players that you know and love from your team are now on mine because the Patriots spent more money in this one year and this one three hour segment of free agency than they ever have in the last decade in free agency. The Patriots acquired the most players last night um, include uh, alongside with the Texans, a lot of interesting moves done, uh, the most notable ones were the offensive lineman that was from the Patriots. Joe Tooney went to the Kansas City Chiefs for a massive deal. Um, Matthew Judon went to the Patriots. John U. Smith went to the Patriots as well. And um, the biggest free agent on the market, Shaq Barrett, went back to the Tampa Bay Bucks. So that's for the NFL. In the MLB, they're all gearing up for the regular season. There was a crazy hit by pitch yesterday. I'm not going to say. What happened there, but it was a hit by pitch and it was very not good to see. Um, and alongside the NBA, um, lots of lots of interesting games coming up there, playoff implications, but nothing of like crazy note. Uh, but the number one news story I saved the best for last is back to the NFL where all time legend Drew Brees retired. Um, I like to nickname him Drew Breezes because he always made miracles happen. So, but uh, he was an awesome guy and he's going to stay back home with his kids and his like retirement video with his kids were adorable. Um, So it was a very crazy week in sports. Nothing like that stood out besides Drew Brees, but uh, a lot of interesting stuff. And of course, if you are into the NFL, I'd keep uh, your eye on on Twitter or on Google because of free agency, but that's about it. Uh, my dog is really, um, like, bothering me and not letting me move, so I'm kind of stuck here.
2: You're such a cute dog. Well, thank you for that sportscast. You know, I, I like, again, I think I've said it on the buzz before, I don't really technically follow sports, so I. it's always nice to get a little, like, briefing from you, Ben, because it gives my daily dose of the sports, if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I do it just enough to unprofessionally that, like, you can kind of get it. You know what I mean? Like, okay,
2: oh. then. <laughs> um but anyways, moving on from our sports cast, obviously we're going to hit right into some of the first stories and we're going to first talk about uh one of the stories that uh Isa mentioned in her newscast this morning, which was about the Catholic Church. Um yesterday uh on Monday, LGBT Catholic uh LGBT Catholics were stung by Vatican's rebuff of same-sex unions. Obviously, before we get into this story, I do want to mention that any opinions that are expressed today on the show or of the hosts and contributors and not of the station. So before we get into all of that, but basically yesterday, the Vatican declared that same-sex unions are a sin at the Roman Catholic Church and cannot be blessed. So yesterday, uh, Marianne, uh, Duddy Burke, executive director of Dignity USA, said her org- organization's membership includes same-sex couples who have been together for decades, preserving in their love for one another in the face of bias and family rejection. She says, quote, the fact that our church at its highest levels cannot recognize the grace in that and cannot extend any sort of blessing to these couples is just tragic. So it wasn't really necessarily a great day if you were a Catholic person, that if you were part of the LGBTQ community. Um, obviously some people say well hasn't this been something that's been going on for years yes but uh, Pope Francis who is our current Pope is was someone that was a little more supportive of this manner for years so this was came as like a kind of a shock to us and a lot of people yesterday so before we dive more into this any uh, first thoughts about this
3: I was just surprised to hear about this because didn't Pope Francis say recently how like um people have the right to be in a family like all people or something like that and I, I know that was a really big deal and people were talking about how that was just more accepting and stuff like that so I when I saw this headline I was like what wait didn't he just I feel like yeah, that just goes seems, back on what it he seems said
2: weird, but like like we know it's like it's like if one person has this opinion and then it's like I guess the rest of the church doesn't mean they have to follow that opinion if that makes any sense yeah. yes he is of the highest order but it's like you know what I mean? If that makes any yeah. sense. Um, so I did want to pull a quote because uh, obviously this is, this is a subject that everybody's been talking about with this. Um, there's this uh, priest named James Martin, who actually is a Jesuit priest, writer, and editor for the large Jesuit magazine, America. So he actually posted um, a quote, posted a little Facebook post yesterday, kind of talking his, opinion and ideas of this uh because especially with a lot of the politics and a lot of things happening b- beside the catholic church and stuff right now he felt like he wanted to give a little message especially since of of his journalism background and such so he said first i want to say to my lgbtq friends that i am with you in prayer second know that the journey of the church with the lgbtq people is a long one and christ is with us lgbtq people families friends and allies and and allies will never leave us, but it is a journey. A few years ago, a young gay man told me that Howard Gray SJ, a great Jesuit spiritual master, said to him, God loves you and your church is learning to love you. So we are a pilgrim church, learning, changing, and growing, even in the middle of what may seem to be like people's disappointments and heartbreaks. And I found this very interesting because he continues on, but I think that message he says there is that we're learning to love you that specific one god loves you and your church is learning to love you i think that's kind of something that we could kind of take with us and learn that like if we look at our society right now a lot of things that we're like we do now and we think is like a normal act not even talking about this i'm talking about everything else is not the same that it was 20 years ago there's a lot of things that have changed and i think that goes with the same thing with the catholic church that We are learning as well and everybody around you is learning as well. So this I they're trying to look at it more as a positive outlook and saying, don't be discouraged by this. This might is not the end here. Like it just takes time. Yeah.
3: But that's important, too, because, you know, at least there's a little bit of hope and it's kind of just a reminder, like, it's not the end.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, le- I feel
3: at least they're working towards it. And I think that's important.
2: Exactly. And I think you got to realize even years ago, like just a few years back, we don't even have to go that long. Same sex marriage wasn't even allowed to be a thing in the United States. Yeah. That happened under the Obama administration, where it was like we are like you're allowed to across the country now. That wasn't something that existed 20 years ago yeah. across the United States. Yeah, maybe certain places, but not countrywide. So I think that's something that we have to remember that, like, we're still working towards that. And I think that's the way to keep looking forward for this. Isa, Ben, do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, if I would add, I would say that especially
1: for situations like this in the Vatican, it really depends on the people behind it, the people who are looking at these matters and really making these decisions. As, we, as you stated, um, that the Vatican has changed a lot over the years, but there were still some things that haven't changed and still some things that remain the same or remain stagnant. I feel like Um, the issues themselves are so complex that it's even hard well it's very difficult to have an opinion alone uh, but I feel that we as as a people we must remember that like um, it's all about staying together uh, having culturing like cultivating that love cultivating that um, togetherness that solidarity and pushing forward uh, not necessarily being against any particular groups of people but remembering that we are in this path of working together. And yes, this journey has started and it will be a longer journey, but as long as we, as long as we keep at it, we will get to where we want to get to.
2: Yeah, I think that's a great point. And I think even like continuing to look at this article, and this article is from AP News, by the way, for anybody that's more interested in it. Uh, The, they actually took a little bit of the the uh quote that i just read from um james uh james martin and he they actually said and this is something important to remember what is the alternative he asked to live in fear of the future that god has in store for us or to doubt that jesus is on the side of those who feel in any way marginalized and that's something else to keep in mind too are we gonna like try to worry about this every day you know and that's something to go forward too i think you know you just got to go with that if that makes any sense and just kind of like hope for the best then in the future that the catholic church will be more accepting of that then you look like you want to say something <laughs> but then again you always do <laughs> i do <laughs> you always have that face so. what's that face like is it just... face. <laughs> anyways ben you're talking now so there you go
0: <laughs> all right uh my, my opinion is uh the fact that uh of course my opinion isn't the radio's opinion but the (laughs) like my my thought is just first of all everything's a sin no matter what we do i mean like we're not supposed to like you know have relationships before marriage you know so like
2: that's that's actually a good point to look at that yeah
0: everything so basically at the end of the day if if that guy up there seems to for like which is jesus if if he forgives us for everything that we do if you're looking at it on a perspective of, will God forgive me or any of that. I, I believe that we all kind of are troublemakers. So I don't think you should worry about that. But on the other end, it's, it's this, basically they're fighting the people that just don't believe that they should be who they are. They're really fighting those people. And those people, I mean, at the end of the day, who, who cares? Like they can go do whatever they want. Like, they they let the, if they're gonna be ignorant and be like that, then just don't give them the light of day. And then uh just know that, just be with that guy if you believe in him. Be with Jesus if you believe in him. And if you don't, then okay. Like I don't see. Like just do what you do. Who cares? It's
2: just also do- I was gonna say it's also important to note, and like you saying that actually brings up a good point that in this article it touches on the fact that most churches if they're already doing that like like blessing gay marriages and stuff they're going to just continue doing it and just do it under the table and it's just going to be a lot like more on the dl like the down low on those kind of things you know like it's like not many people i mean unless you're really against it you're not going to really stop so if you've been doing it all this time since it's become like you were able to like you're probably just going to continue and that's just that's what it also wants to touch on too so it might not have as big of an impact as like we think it might you know
3: yeah i think it's definitely gonna go towards like different priests to see it like like their own personal opinions i guess like so if they agree with it and they're okay with it like you said they'll still do it under the table yeah i mean
2: like i i just read you a quote from this from this priest and he's okay with it so it's just like there's probably a ton of other people out there that are also okay with it and that's something to keep in mind as well and I wouldn't be discouraged yet so
1: yeah and if I may also add on to what you said Amanda um, we need to also remember that the Vatican yes while their opinion is very important they don't really have the physical ability to speak for the many churches in our country yet Mm -hmm. like let alone around the world so while what they state is very important and uh, many churches do follow, like you said, it's uh, also very subjective per community, per group of people to what they believe is right and what is wrong. And in the end, um, like we mentioned earlier, it's really what helps the community, what lets them to be closer to God that really matters.
2: Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Uh, and with that, I think we are about to move on with our next story. So, keeping with our news stories from AP, I guess right now I found this article, and I think it's really funny, honestly. And I know I was talking to Caitlin about a pre-show, and it's just so random, and I I just don't understand it. But anyway, so the article is about a specific university, the University of California. They are now offering students $75 to avoid spring break travel this year due to COVID. And (laughs) if anybody's watching on Facebook Facebook right now or watching on YouTube later, Ben's reaction was priceless. So, it says uh, the University of California is offering students $75 to be used for staycations to encourage them to avoid non-essential travel during their spring break. Students who choose to stay home during the March 22nd to 26th spring break will get the money in gift cards. Student responses has been an awesome, the university said in a statement.
0: So, oh, really? Oh, really? Have they been awesome? <laughs>
2: Um, and it's, the article kind of continues to say like kind of what a lot of schools are doing this year. Like if we look at Montclair state, I mean, we are, we skipped spring break completely. Other colleges like Texas A&M opted for a three day weekend instead of spring break. So people wouldn't be like tempted to go somewhere. And I know yesterday on the Monday buzz, we were kind of chatting about it too. And I think it's funny because kids are going to just do whatever they want. Anyway, if they want to go on travel, they're going to go hop on a plane and just go to Florida and do whatever. You know what I mean? That's what I'm going to say. Like what? I think this is like kind of a nice effort <laughs> but to me i'm also thinking about why i why i think it's so funny is i think it's funny that they thought 75 was gonna get people to like just stay home like i think they might have needed to offer like a little bit more um but also it's 75 dollars and if you don't you're not working right now or whatever 75 might be a nice like little bit of cash to have in your pocket.
0: i'd take five dollars
1: i'm not going anywhere i mean i would not complain if if you hear that
2: montclair state ben will take five dollars and he will not leave his dorm room
0: no no we gotta up the ante here because clearly there's competitors so like i'll just go to that california college and you know
2: i think it's funny that like universities Uh, and like jobs and things are trying to pay their employees off in a sense like to or or like students off in a sense to just like not like don't get covid like here here is here's some money here's some money please don't get um
0: i'm okay with that you can pay me off i will i will keep sending fake threats that i'll go go out like i'm gonna go to miami (laughs) why i say
2: that specifically to with 30
0: bucks i'll be like oh no i'm not going to miami
2: why i say that with jobs specifically too is i just found out i was working over the weekend and i found out that my job is going to pay me 80 bucks to go get the covid vaccine so i was like okay like i mean i already got the first dose so i mean like whatever but i mean like
3: i wish somebody would pay me to get the vaccine i really really do. do
0: Bro, what do you mean? You got paid $80 to get yeah, a Yeah, I mean that's
2: not that's Bro, I mean what? What have you not heard that Ben? That like a lot of stores what? are offering that. Yeah, a lot of places are offering like eighty to hundred bucks or something a little more that's to go a lot get of a vaccine money. and also it's... they'll pay for your travel too to go get it. Bro, what? <laughs> Bro, what you have you not heard about this? Ben? No. what so- yeah, I so basically I just have to fill out a little form online, and I basically they they like I say when I get the dose and stuff, and then they'll they'll just uh give me eighty bucks for into my paycheck.
1: My um, question so. with that is, how do they know if you're not like uh if you're not making false statements or if you're lying? Like, I don't
2: know if I have to submit like the card yet. All I know is I definitely have to submit the dates that I got it and which one I got, and then that's all I saw so far. I haven't really. Cause I, they said, wait till you're got the two doses. If you got a two dose one and like, just then put it in at the end. But I just found out about this on Sunday. Like I wasn't even notified as an employee. Like one of my coworkers told me about it. And then I looked through our app and I was like, oh, there it is. And I didn't even know about it. Um, Cause they didn't tell us. They kind of just like made you like, you had to go search for it. Uh, but That's a lot true. of other companies are doing that. I know like Aldi, I think Trader Joe's, things like that are doing that. Markets. Um, yeah. But anyway, getting back to the college thing too, with that. I don't know. Do you guys like, would you take $75? Would you like if we had a spring break, hypothetically this year, because of the COVID thing, like this year, if anybody doesn't know, Montclair decided to start a semester uh two weeks later and we're going one extra week at the end of May, and then we are skipped spring break. And with that, if we had a spring break here, I asked the question to you guys: would you take the $75 and just stay in your dorm room? Or would you just go home and yeah. wait like not to go home i thought it was like not to try well Well, i don't know for me going home is not
3: really traveling yeah well so
2: that's that's different but if you lived in california and you were going to school in california and you had to travel home to new jersey you wanted to see your family hadn't seen them in a little bit would you take 75 dollars just to stay on campus
3: see i didn't consider this perspective but yeah i totally would because for the most part i don't go anywhere like I, that one week that's nothing. I would sit in my room and watch Netflix all day. You're paying me to sit in my room and watch Netflix all day. To be honest, so yeah.
0: What new girl marathon? Easy, easy. Exactly, <laughs> like exactly. nothing. Like nothing. Or or you want know Caitlin want to grab those seventy five dollars? Have a poker tournament. That's like what? Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, of course we, we can so make more money. <laughs>
2: yeah, like what? Do we think I- it's too? Oh yeah, sorry, Isa, you go. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Um, I would say that especially during this
1: time, uh, uh, well, at least for me, I wouldn't be inclined to travel as much in the first place because I, I just know personally, if I would go on vacation, I would want to go for more than a week, just knowing like I want to completely relax and have a great time. And that's number one. So like, I, I I don't want to worry about going back to school and finishing assignments. Or I know some professors like to assign things over break just in case. Yeah. Oh my. Uh, But that's number one. Number two, also with the, um, like pandemic slowly subsiding the coronavirus cases are still wonky it's it's not completely decreased like it's going up and down it's hard to really predict um i just personally would stay uh local just for my own safety and the safety of others so it just not even the fact that um the guidelines state that but my own predispositions to like my experiences in the pandemic i would rather stay home so yeah i, yeah. I would just take fifty five dollars relaxed. no but
3: I like that you pointed out, like, just a week. Because I didn't think about that. A week is not a long time, especially when you consider, like, travel time. Mm-hmm. And, like, the time you actually get to with your family is really short. And that's just a lot to risk to be. Yeah, like, I mean, and- I love my family, but that's just...
2: I guess hypothetically, like what if you did have the virus in a sense, and like you were asymptomatic and then you just came home for like a week, just a few days and you're like, you potentially got someone else in your family sick. And then like you were like, wow, I could have just made $75. Now I got someone sick. Like, you know what I mean? It's just I don't know if you look at it that way, too. I mean, especially if you're coming from far and you're not like. Two minutes away from school, or like under an hour. You know what I mean? I, it just, I don't know. But do we think seventy five dollars is too high, too low? Do we think any of that kind of stuff? Do would you want like, would you be more inclined to like stay in your dorm longer if you got more money? <laughs> like, I don't
0: know. Oh, I'd say the whole semester if they gave yeah. me free tuition. <laughs> oh well, the free tuition's a little bit of a <laughs> different like, story then. Like, listen, if you come up here and pay for room and board, you don't have to pay for the classes if you don't move. I'll be like. i'm gonna stock up
2: (laughs) literally like well i'm thinking like okay like if they offered you like 200 250 300 would you not go home (laughs) like for the semester
0: no i'd I'd want to go home if it was for the entire semester yeah
2: exactly so i guess it's like 75 is like i guess a good like medium for just a week
3: uh, I could manage not going home for the entire semester I think because I, I, I'd still talk to my mom on the phone and FaceTime her and stuff but I, I would need better food options to be forced to stay here and that's get paid. true but I mean like or at least have a kitchen but then you need to go grocery shopping so like
2: but then technically I guess like if you had that extra cash you could also order in I guess
3: yeah I would order uber a lot that's true yeah, I already do that. So I guess it'd be nice to have somebody else pay for that.
0: Yeah, but at the end of the day, you'd waste all that money buying Uber Eats and then you would just get so much more unhealthy eating Uber Eats. So it's like the biggest lose-lose situation ever.
2: I think, like, I think it's just funny that like they, the way that you way- don't
0: you don't get it. I've been thinking about this for a while now. I've been thinking about all these all these different scenarios and I'm just sitting here like, oh no, I'm kidding. No, I just But I
3: still don't get how they prove it though. Like I get the vaccine thing, like you can verify that, but how do they prove you don't leave? That's like Montclair too with the waiver that you have to it's, sign, but they I also don't, don't know when you leave.
2: Maybe you have to show, like maybe you like have to be checked in by like an RA or something like that, or I don't know, but like also yeah, how is the university affording that because they're a huge university and like, yeah, how are that's like if Montclair was gonna pay us $75 to like- They could not, they would not afford it. No, that. they can't afford that. <laughs> yeah, like, that is
1: my question because I understand that $75, it's a good amount of money and just per student, how do they know how many students are gonna stay to have the budget enough to pay for them? Like not only that, I would say, but um, like you said, it's hard to regulate. How do you know if someone's not coming off of campus? They would have to have constant attendance. This would, would have to be like some sort of uh, almost like a military camp. Like just knowing like, okay, who's in, who's out. Uh, th- this constant or, like constant moder- monitoring could also take away from the fun of spring break. So like, I think it's also like a, a kind of um, opportunity knocks in like situation, like you could get paid but you also have to be constantly monitored. So it's just
3: kind of like, what do you risk? That would annoy me. Constant, like, attendance. Oh. I don't know. I feel like I just couldn't. Even the hawk check annoys me. I mean, I do it every day. But
0: no, you do, you have, have, do like, your
3: hawk check. but
0: I'm joking. The, uh, the part, like, that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't want to be military guarded. Like how frustrating is it that it takes you like ten minutes just to go to the to, to get to your dorm? Like it you know was the worst one. Is I really like I was you know when you're in a car and they ask you what number when you have to go to the bathroom? I was at like a straight up ten and I was walking in. It's like hold up, check your temperature, check my temperature. Hold up, show me your ID, do the ID thing. Hold up, show me your heart, show check. Me heart check, show me heart check. Hold up, take your mask off with the ID. I need to see you with the ID. Hold up show me honk check again make sure you did today hold up okay then (laughs) i'm like i'm like i just i'm not gonna lie i peed on the floor i'm not gonna like like like, like that took so long
2: so just so a little more um info on this this school doing this it says to receive a gift card students must apply by giving a basic description of their spring like break plans they must pledge to stay in town for their week-long break and complete a COVID-19 test the university initially planned to give 750 such grants but because of student interest it up the cap to 2,000 the anticipated uh uh 1, 000- oh my god <laughs> 150,000 dollar program will be paid through philanthropy and other university funds not student fees or tuition so that's Me. just another like FYI of like what this the, about this.
3: You have that's, I would be I would also be annoyed if I had to fill out a form and tell them what I was doing. That I would literally be that. But lazy. if you're saying I home know you
2: watching Netflix, you could but... be like, hey, I'm staying home and watching Netflix. But oh my, it's like writing a scholarship
1: for seventy five dollars about the plans for your spring break. It's like one of those prompts, like, oh, what do you plan if you there's one thing you would change in the world? If one. But thing also, you would it's, it's like just, one of those
2: things. This is the one thing that annoys me about Hawk Check and like any of those other things you have to do for like work or going into a place with like those like test, like form things. You could just lie. Exactly. Literally, Wait, you I'm so lie. sick of that.
3: Montclair, like they sent an email and they were like, this is what happens if you don't complete your Hawk Check. And there was this little cartoon about how people um, go from, you know, just transmitting it because they didn't complete their Hawk Check. And I was like, that makes no sense. And the whole reason was that they didn't complete it because they don't want to be put in quarantine because of the symptoms they had. And I was like, that does not make sense. They could literally complete it and just lie. Like it just, that's what
2: I'm saying. Cause the other thing is, and, and we'll move on after this, but what I will say is some days I just ha- walk in and I have a headache and it's because allergies, it's because I didn't sleep. It's because like I'm dehydrated, whatever. And so like the fact that they'll say like, oh, do you have a headache? And then if you fill that out, it will say you can't come to school. And it's like, Cool. Some days I just woke up, wake up, and I have a headache or I have a sore throat. That happened pre-pandemic. That's like, you know what I mean. So I don't know. That's 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 a little thing. But I, I guess d- also with like the increased risk,
1: like of the coronavirus and like a lot of unknown in there, there's this heightened paranoia
2: of just like, oh, any symptom could be the coronavirus symptom. Yes. Even- and like everybody's also assumes you will have um, a high fever and you also might not, have a, might not have a fever. Some people I know literally just lost their taste and smell and did not have a fever at all. So we think that's something to also keep in mind that like just because you're getting your temperature checked also doesn't mean like, oh, I am definitely have the coronavirus or I definitely don't because you don't need to have a fever. But anyways, with that, we are going to take a short break here on uh, the Morning Buzz and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the Oscars. Uh, stay tuned here on 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, New Jersey. And we are back here at 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, New Jersey. And we are talking about the Oscar nominations. Uh, yesterday, Monday, there was the Oscar noms announcement. So, Caitlin, you want to take it away?
3: Yes, I absolutely love award shows it's just every single year. I really look forward to it. And I almost woke up at 8 a.m. yesterday just because I wanted to see the announcements but then I was like yeah I'll just check it out later because it, it was just way too early for me it is um, too early <laughs> yeah I did wake up though but then I was just like yeah I'm going back to sleep but anyway um so I'm so excited okay um um, should I, you want me to name nominations? Is that okay?
2: Uh, yeah, you can name nominations. I think we should just go through some of the the top categories and then we could talk yeah. about okay, what we awesome. really want to talk about, which is the diversity of this year's uh, candidates as well. Yes. So.
3: so when I first, when I actually ended up waking up, I looked at the nominations and from the first second, I noticed already that there was a lot more Uh, people of color nominations which made me very happy and then later on in the day i saw more articles about it and stuff like that um but for best picture we have the father which i feel like i don't know which movie that is but the father judas and the black messiah mank minari no man land promising young woman um sound of metal and the trial of chicago seven judas and the black messiah was really good i don't know if anybody saw that but that was a really good movie okay yeah um and then we also have best director so for Minari, Promising Young Woman, Man- No Man Land, Another Round, Best Actor, Riz Ahmed, Chadwick Boseman, which makes me so sad. It hurts my heart, but, you know, God bless him. Anthony Hopkins, Gary Oldman, Steven Ye- Yeun, And Best Actress, Viola Davis. I love Viola Davis. (laughs) Andrew Day, Vanessa Kirby, Frances McDormand. Oh, she's I didn't even know she was in that movie. She's nominated. Yeah, she
2: is. Oh,
3: good for her. Carrie Mulligan, Best Supporting Actor, Sasha Baron Cohen, Uh, Daniel Kaluuya, who was really good in the Judas and the Black Messiah. I know people had some comments about his accent, the way he does it. I guess it's hard to understand but he just does it so well throughout the entire movie. So consistent, such a great actor. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr., Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah as well. I'm Guys, okay, watch that movie. Um, <laughs> Best Supporting Actress, Maria Baklava, Glenn Close, Olivia Colman, Amanda Sey- Seyfried, which is, this is her first Oscar nomination. So that's exciting because I feel like we've all seen her in lots of different types of movies. So Amanda Seyfried and then Yu Jung Yoon from NARI. So those are just like some of the top ones. I think those are kind of the ones most people are familiar with, even though there's a ton of categories. Uh, But um, for diversity, let me get the little the numbers that I have. Yes, this is like a
2: record breaking year with diversity, I feel like, because as most people know, when they watch award shows and especially sometimes the Oscars, it's very white male centered and this year it's a little different which is kind of exciting
3: (laughs) no yeah they had that whole hashtag oscar so white and i mean rightfully so it definitely is it A- is it always has been
2: important to note too that they were one of the ones last year during um the black lives matter protests and such that uh actually announced that they are going to be starting certain categories i think it was by 2022 it was going to start to be in place where they were supposed to be able to they have to, each, like, film that has to be, that wants to be nominated has to meet certain requirements when they start filming and casting, which was an interesting uh, decision made by them, too. So, but that's obviously not all Mm -hmm. affiliated with this year because it's starting, I think, officially next year. But anyways. Yeah. But, I mean,
3: there was some conflict with that, too. Wait, you didn't know that,
0: Oh, Wait, no. I know the thing, but what? Like you have to do what to get. So like a there's gonna be certain requirements
2: to be nominated like by the academy, where it's gonna be like you have to have um like a certain amount of this group of people, or if you have to do this or you have yeah. to do that to be nominated. It's like it's there's a whole list of rules that came out. I'm gonna see if I could get I, it real quick. I quickly.
0: understand that like I think it's great, but but don't what? <laughs> it sounds why would wouldn't you what? Like, I I, kind of you get like it's more of just like I completely think but there are just certain movies that you don't want any white people on the set. And there's some movies that like there's just movies that certain like, you know what I mean? It's like I don't think it should matter how many people you have on the set. I think you want the right people on set. So I think there are movies where I am useless in. And then there are movies where I'm extremely useful and, and it has nothing to do with how I look or anything. It's just my movie aspect, my my performance mind. That should be what they care about. I don't, this, the that's the thing. It should be what you bring to the table as a film perspective, no matter who you are, especially if you're behind the camera, because sometimes you have to look the part. Like, I, I can't, like, I can only play a person that looks similar to how I look that's just how being in front of the camera is, but being behind the camera, it should just be who has the most like mindset of the direction of the film. No matter what you look like, I, I think if you go and force that, that's a possibility. That, I that's just my mindset. Is that a, a so, great ask, movie? Here's an
2: example where they were talking about i found like an article about where i was talking about what i was talking about this is from vox.com it says the first category of standards which the academy calls group a deals with the stories or characters on the actual screen in the category movies must have one of the following at least one lead or significant supporting character from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group or at least 30 percent of cast in secondary and minor roles from two underrepresented identity groups or a main storyline or subject that centers on an unre- underrepresented identity group. So basically yeah. it's saying it has to have one of those things to be as one of the requirements to be considered. So like if you're, not gonna, if you're not gonna have a leader, significant supporting actor that is from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group, then you must have like at least 30% of the cast is secondary in secondary or minor roles are underrepresented identity groups, if that makes any sense. I would have
1: to agree that it's good that they do give choices Mm -hmm. and that they do they do want this diversity. They want more people to be on this. They want more stories to be heard from a range of people and audiences. Um, And I agree that this is a very good innovation. and This helps us move forward. But the only thing I would have to go back to play devil's advocate and go back to what Ben said also, too, um, that such things could also take down many stories that are coming out and that many stories that should be heard and I feel that this goes for a range of people uh not just like when it comes to people of color there's so many different minority groups that are underrepresented and there's so much internet intersectionality that goes into play that I feel now with any modern story that we produced it's very difficult to avoid any of these groups so in a way we have so many opportunities to show all these stories and now nowadays like we have so many different angles from so many different cultures, backgrounds, all these uh, people that are like coming together, creating, allowing their voices to be heard, that um, it's just hard even to miss that opportunity unless someone would be specifically trying to get out of the way of actually hiring more people coming from diverse backgrounds. So I feel, while well, I completely agree with you, uh, Ben, that it's important to like preserve, to have the main story concept, to not the story with I would say political aspects of trying to force diversity, trying to add diversity. It's also very hard to avoid in our modern day because people are curious. Not only is it the producers themselves who feel they have so many amazing ideas and stories to increase this greater awareness of either what, whether it's um, racism or injustice or different social political issues right now. But uh, yes, so that not only is it so easy to include that but also the audience craves this because we've seen so many, I would say, whitewashed films. We've seen so many culturally biased films that now people are open to diversity. They want to see something more international. They want to see something coming from somewhere else in different cultures or showing us the world through a different perspective. So I would say I, I do like this innovation and I feel that we're, we think it's more forced than it seems.
2: I also do want to note, this isn't like the only thing. There's obviously things that have to do with the creative and production team and there's standards for paid training opportunities like internships and stuff that they have to follow and stuff like that. But I will note, so they, they did give examples in this article about saying like, like, so looking at last year's winners and such and looking at what they did and would they be fulfilled. So a movie like The Irishman, if you look at it, it didn't look like it fulfilled any of the requirements, but because of their production side of things, there was people in underrepresented groups there was women there was all that stuff they fit the bill and it's okay also something like little women also fit the bill because it was a movie based on women and that was a whole thing and there you go so it's it, it might seem like oh we have to be so so specific but it's like there's already things being done so that's two movies from last year that are completely different by the way and they were both fit the bill but anyway I do want to get back to the main point of what we were talking about. I just wanted to throw that in there because we were talking about the diversity thing. So, uh, Caitlin, do you want to continue going on about what else is what else is uh, got nominated this year? That's diverse.
3: Let's hear it. Yeah. I just want to say like, I I know that when that, that came out, I think last semester, if I'm not mistaken, I remember talking about it in my classes and I know a lot of people brought up the issue of tokenism and that was kind of a big thing as well. Um, but I really think it kind of just depends on the story, and I think that's what it comes down to. Oh yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, but anyway, back to the nominations. Um, so, although, but also, I we're seeing the results of these already rules being for employed. the first time, yeah. which is interesting because I don't think there's never been an Oscars nomination list award ceremony that has been this diverse so far. So, I mean, I guess we could say it's working because we we can kind of see it in the... But
2: it's just, I think it really just
3: depends on the story. Like, what story you're trying to tell.
2: I mean, that's true. But I also, if you look at it from a different angle too, you could say, like, I'm going to jump down on your list that we have here from AP. And it said, this was the first year we had two women nominated in the director category. And there's only been five women ever nominated before in that category. Ever. And you're telling me that only... I'm telling you as a guarantee there has not been just five women directors that are out there in film world and yeah maybe some of them aren't the greatest and you could say the same thing about men though but where was that line I guess if you know what I mean
1: I would have to agree with that that many people say that there's like oh now there's so much like of this diversity inclusion that it's very big and broadcast and expressed but many people don't realize that like a lot of these groups a lot of these people uh weren't able to express themselves or have the opportunities they do have now exactly it's just it's important to remember that while yeah like um they're being very like people are being very loud like i wouldn't say loud about it but being very uh proclaimed about it in the media that Uh, This is such a prominent event that we have women, we have people of color now in the media, and we have now people uh, creating all these films, because not too long ago, we did not have this opportunity. Not too long ago, people weren't able to do this. So there is a lot of awareness now being brought about this. And a lot of people are becoming more alert to the fact that yeah, um, a lot of these things were kind of biased, because it was, I just have to say a pretty male dominated industry.
3: Yeah, it is definitely. But um, also, I just want to mention the best animated feature. I don't. I feel like I don't know if any of you have seen these movies, but I saw a couple of them: Onward, Over the Moon, a Sean a Shaun the Sheep Movie, Soul, and Wolfwalkers. Soul was really cute. Which I saw oh, Soul and soul. Onward. You yeah. saw Soul? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Soul Onward. and Onward. I was like, I feel like those are the main ones people saw.
2: Also, Real. Onward's gas.
0: Onward's gas. Uh, uh,
2: <laughs> with the Soul thing, I will say Disney's like hitting a lot more harder with like the harder subjects to deal with and i would not recommend that to a child to watch because i feel like that was very like hard to comprehend for like how does a kid comprehend that 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 story you know what i mean at like 10 years old or something like does that involve a lot
0: is that one a pixar one Yes. Yeah. yes pixar's just trying to make you cry i'm at the no. point where pixar's like makes well, a movie i'm like yeah. how much can we make them cry like like that's <laughs> like i think the first idea is like they all sit down at the table and they're like all right we're gonna make them cry how do we do it again
2: <laughs> <Like> <laughs> that's also literally like like, like,
0: all they do it's like in disney too sad.
2: when they kill off the parents of some someone yes, yeah and it's like and they're so they're gonna gonna like how are, are we gonna kill crying off crying in a corner
0: like <laughs> That's their How goal. You- they just want you to be sad. And they have these, like, hidden adult meanings. So adults start crying. And then it just no, says oh, yeah, sad music and a person crying in a corner. So, like, the kids start crying. And then, <laughs> and then everyone starts crying. And then I'll never forget the infamous line because my brother's, like, super manly when he's not. But, like, he tries <laughs> to be super manly. You know those Pixar shorts? Yeah. We're sitting there because we have to watch Incredibles too. Like because I don't care how old we are, is we're, we're watching the, it, it's, it's a
2: bow, Bayo bow? Is ow, that the one? Ow, bow, bow, bow. Oh. Tears. tears. And my brother is sobbing
0: right. Next I was me sobbing too. Month. Just <laughs> sobbing right next to me because of the hidden meeting, and like you just hear me go, wow. Like I'm, I'm like I I'm like wow, and then I look so and I'm like tears. wow, and he's just like I hate Pixar, and he's just like <laughs> crying. <laughs> No, it's what, I, hidden what, I, what
1: I admire Pixar and Disney for especially modern day is that they have they find these creative ways to tell us these kind of deeper messages yeah. through these various stories and while they're shown to children they also hit adults like in a very particular way so in oh, a way yeah. they, they're diversifying their audience in a very creative manner and I, I think this this is very clever but also like it's just mind blowing how such stories could convey such messages and for for me like as a viewer i'm just amazed
0: yeah i'm I'm great with all these messages but i'd rather just kind of laugh for the last (laughs) next hour and a half watching like spongebob blow bubbles and (laughs) like i'd rather that than start crying Uh, While
2: we were talking about uh, all those films, though, I do want to get back onto what we were talking about, about the diverse diverse panel this year. And a few things I just want to mention before we move on with this was... Steve I'm going to I'm going to butcher some names so I apologize to any of the actors I'm going to mention um or Stan anybody <laughs> even Yen or Yun uh, was also nominated this year which means he's the first Asian American to be nominated yes. for this actor so killing it right there
3: yeah but and also- then there's also somebody who's the first person of Pakistani descent to be yes. nominated in acting can- category which is just so exciting but overall there were nine actors of color nominated i think it said and that yeah. was amazing because it really is so rare and when you look back and compare it it's kind of crazy and also just like all those new rules coming into play because it really has like like tripled
2: yeah compared to
3: other years I
2: think that's awesome to see and I know I I was seeing articles everywhere saying it was like the most diverse year ever like because even like ever yeah
3: like it's nuts it really has
2: though and I'm,
3: I feel like we're going to see that, too. Like, I'm excited to watch the ceremony. I watch the Oscars every year. But there's also, so out of that, six Black actors nominated as well, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, there were four nominations received by the Land director, Chloe Zhao. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was, that was, it's just like a record for women this year. There yeah. are two women in the directing category, which yep. is has never happened. Uh, so that's another big thing. Uh, the first time two women have been nominated so that's great and, I mean, um, and then
2: looking at what i was going to say was looking at caitlin i know we were discussing this earlier about last year's like even like the jump from last year of how nuts the changes were i mean we were looking at most of the films last year were white actors and then except except for parasite was one of the only ones that was like kind of like the more diverse film of the of the running yeah. well-deserved and well-deserved uh,
3: best picture oh
2: well-deserved best picture for sure <laughs> um I don't know if the two of you guys got to catch that one but that was a really great film that I've now watched like six times I must <laughs> say I've seen that movie and I was also like
1: like this is one of those other aspects that I'm just like really happy to see that these other countries, these other cultures, could put out such amazing, compelling stories. And I remember like during Parasite, I was on the edge of my seat. Just the way it was filmed, the relationships, oh, yeah. like the whole dynamic, was yeah. so cleverly put together. I
2: completely agree. Wait, Ben, what were you gonna say?
0: It's good. It was good. It was just uh my thing about the Oscars. First of all, Parasite was really good. I enjoyed it, but <laughs> the uh, I'm just gonna put that like that's it. But why are all the m- movies that get nominated like I'm sorry, but the re like Avengers, like all of those movies not getting any noms because they they have they have a tom- thing about foolery. That. I think that is absolute. That shivers my timbers. It's it just it <laughs> rustles my feathers. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous how all these Marvel movies, all these superhero movies, all they these don't really, great action
2: films. Having heard that they don't respect those films as much. It, like yeah, this, it's just I bougie. The only Marvel film that has than been the highly praised, by the way, like from the Academy, was Black Panther. <laughs> yes, Black Panther. Look- and that, because it, I think because of a lot, I think that was the year they were starting to get more like hate for the diversity and not getting the diversity, to be honest. Black oh, yeah. Panther
0: was good. Black Panther is no, I'm, on my yeah, top I'm not 10 saying list. it wasn't, but, but I'm saying like that was like kidding? the first time. Avengers Endgame doesn't get known. Like that's the number 1 movie. Hey, Black Panther's like top uh, 3.
2: But, like so Black Panther's far. amazing, but... Uh, oh, what but I will say about just uh, because I feel like I'll keep letting Ben rant about his <laughs> about his feelings. Just, about it just it just it
0: just shivers my timbers every time that the and then they'll be like and those guys will all be like like because it's not an actual movie and then I'll be like what
2: are yeah you I mean are you about? quoting like 10 <laughs>
0: times more money
2: than your movie did are you like so Martin you, Scorsese, you say that because he did say that he thought that uh superhero movies weren't real movies yeah,
0: movie. you go sit down with your trophies while like Robert Downey Jr. makes more money than you've ever dreamed of because of his <laughs> non-movie um, <laughs> like oh yeah good for you buddy
2: (laughs) one more note i want to say about the diversity and just for because of the change because we were talking about parasite from last year and then seeing all these other nominations this year i was in uh i'm a theater major here at montclair and i was in a class uh, a theater class last semester and i have a korean um history of theater teacher and i remember the day after the oscars so well because she was so happy because she never, she told our class, and we watched some of the videos of the acceptance acceptance speeches, and she said to us, "She's like, I really never thought I would see people like me on a stage here in America, and that like, I I was crying like the rest of the day. Like, I made a whole status yeah. about it because it was so sweet to see that that's like she felt represented in some way that she never thought she had saw the film back in Korea, and she never thought. A film like that would be popular here in the US and then at one best picture. So I think that's something to keep in mind when we're looking at these nominations going forward that people are now feeling represented. And it's something to look forward, especially just with this Academy changes. I know it might seem weird that like they're all, all of a sudden happening, but I- I'm proud to say that like I'm seeing my friends be proud that they're seeing people on stage that are representing their culture and their people. And I think that's awesome.
3: Yeah, definitely. And I even when the director for Parasite won and he said if you can get over like reading captions, you open yourself up to a yes. whole new world of films. And I think that's something that's so important.
2: And I, I'm I'm gonna be the first probably not the first to say this but with watching it I think I was originally I was like thinking to myself I'm like how am I going to do a whole film like this because I haven't really done that and but I challenged myself me and my roommate watched it last year and I have now watched it multiple times since because I've enjoyed it so much it's so cute. I think that's a really important thing to keep in mind that like you could just get over that it's just like a few words yeah. on the screen and all I'll, right you know. he-
0: hear me out hear me out Amanda might be not the not the majority on this one but just saying, what would you rather watch? A movie like Parasite in that kind of drama, Irishman, one of those, or I mean, this is for the second time. Or would you rather watch like Avengers again? Well, I would Panther not. Again,
2: I can't. I can't first of all, you that. can't compare the two. Second of all, or I've Star actually Wars never seen. I've never, seen, a, again. I've never seen Avengers. I only saw the first one. I'm getting through. Oh, oh, seen never get, i never got. I'm getting through it right now. I saw Wandavision and and now I'm going back and watching everything. No, you don't you don't
0: know. That's like starting. No,
2: you don't. know. I saw That's the first you Wandavision. And you've never seen Avengers because I've seen the other parts of the series, but no, we're not going to get okay, off topic okay. on this. But basically. <laughs> So I have never seen just... Avengers Endgame. I know what happens in Avengers Ga- Endgame and I'm not spoiling it for anybody that hasn't seen it at this point, but I know it's what like happens two in 2
0: years it. old, you can spoil it. It's
2: 2 <laughs> years old. <laughs> Anyways, I have not seen Avengers Endgame, Game, but I would rather watch Parasite because that's just how I feel. I've with other superheroes. No, super I would not. Babe, I mind. can't
3: choose movies like that. I need <sighs> to. I like watching everything, especially. Oh, and oh, they're just stop
0: so it. different. You would choose Avengers. I. You just no, no, don't no. want it. You don't want to admit it. You
2: don't want ben, to admit it. You know, this <laughs> no, really that, that is not is true. true. Okay, Question. but wait, 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 wait. Oh, I will say. I will, I will pull I will out say, the Invent finger too. I saw all the best pictures last year. If it was so if it was comparing it to like Parasite or Joker I would obviously pick like those but if it was comparing it to something oh, like, like Joker I liked Joker a lot Um I if it was comparing it to something like more like like Ford v Ferrari or um I don't know even like Jojo Rabbit or one of those other ones like I would totally probably choose Avengers over that, that because like I just I, some of the ones that I was not as interested in or invested in like Parasite or like 1917 or one of those ones i would have probably picked avengers i don't know or I too Man too. Irishman, that was the one i was thinking of i could i irishman it took me like so many times to finish that movie uh, me
0: three watches
2: literally me three. I to pause yeah but avengers is long too like yeah, I Black yeah Panther. it's like a good long
0: it's a good
3: uh, yeah like, i guess like but i need like, to watch that in the daytime or i would fall asleep yeah
1: like we mentioned earlier the movies are hard to compare because like, movies like Avengers, action movies, action adventure films, sci-fi fantasy, we often watch them also for the effects, for the dynamics. Yes. And it's hard to, um, and we often watch it because it's entertaining, while these other films that are, uh, like, Academy-nominated have these deeper stories, deeper, like, acting, all these uh, elements that come to it that give us just, I would say, this profound and, like, um, I would say, mind-shifting experience, so it really depends what you're going for. If you like something entertaining, something that makes you laugh, cry a little bit of both, and um, that just like, give like, if you like that aspect of fantasy as well, then you should watch a movie like Avengers
0: or,
2: yeah, like, watch, I would like, a- I
0: recommend you rewatch. I recommend you re-watch Michael B. Jordan's performance of Killmonger, I- or you rewatch. Or you yes, re-watch so it is Robert a very Jackson's good Jr. performance. performance Iron Man, I will. You it is very
3: good,
2: Ben. Nobody sings that. Ben, I'm Thomas not saying not good. it's good. It's amazing. They're amazing, Ben. But here's the thing, though. If you're not into superheroes or whatever, too, because, like, I'll give an example that like, I was just watching WandaVision with my mom. My mom's not a huge superhero fan, but we like, enjoyed the show because it was a different aspect of that. But like, if you're not yeah. into superheroes, you might be more into a film like The Irishman, but I'm going to say, I we couldn't get through Irishman. So like, yeah. that's just mm. preference, you know? And yeah. I think that you can't compare the two.
3: I just want to say one more thing before we end. I'm very excited to watch Minari because I think it's a very important story and I'm probably going to pay $20 to watch it because I don't know where else to watch it. And yeah. That's yeah, Very I, anticipated. I, basically
2: the ending of the discussion is diversity was huge this year at these Oscar noms and we'll obviously be keeping you uh, posted on when the Oscars happen and we'll be like giving you all the updates and all that kind of stuff. But it is actually past the top of the hour at this point here at 90.3 WMSC, Upper Montclair, New Jersey. This was a really awesome discussion. Thank you guys for having it with me today. And my name is Amanda Marino and I was joined by the lovely... <laughs> Caitlin Sisawa. And? Isa Winek. And?
0: I've Ben Ben.
2: I didn't say bin today.
0: <laughs> I know. I just I had to keep it going. So I okay. I don't want to let it go. Like, All it right. Well, you
2: have been listening to the Tuesday edition of The Morning Buzz. If you missed anything or you want to check out more of The Buzz specifically, if you're interested, we are on Facebook, YouTube, and also now on Spotify at uh, The Morning Buzz uh, under podcasts and stuff. So thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again tomorrow. or We'll hear from you again tomorrow here at 90.3 WMSC at Vermont, Clare, New Jersey.